I am in the car. My lovely husband is driving and we are in the middle of the Arizona desert heading home from Scottsdale. I just spent the majority of the week in a deep business intensive. It was a seminar slash like workshop slash mastermind slash presentation practice slash like we did so much. And it was really fun for me to be a student. There were things that like, it's just, you know, when you normally have all the answers, it's hard when you don't. And it was really good for me to meet some of those edges and get pushed and coached. And also when I am being coached, I learned so much about how to be a better coach. So I'm really excited to bring all of that into my facilitation and into working with you because it's just really cool to make those investments in yourself and, and to get the upgrades. The project that I was working on this week was an all new mastermind format. And I'm so excited. There were so many great things and so many things that I was like, oh, I don't want to do that because I've never done that before. And then it's like, but why not? Like maybe it's going to be better. And now I fully am confident that it's going to be so much better and allow me to make such a large impact in in terms of helping salon owners across the country and bringing them together to have community, to have support and to add zeros to their bottom line, like add a hundred grand, add 50 grand this year to what you do in your salon, but also don't add more hours behind the chair because that's not what we want to do, right? That is not the, the way to do it. Although I know that so many of us think that that is the only way to do it. I am here to tell you and my clients will tell you, you know, there's a better way. So I'm really excited. That's what the mastermind is. It's going to be really focused on salon owner mastermind. And I'm so excited to share the format with you. I am definitely jumping the gun here, still in the tea, but I wanted to share what I was working on because I'm really excited about it. And it's going to be different for me, um, which is really, really exciting and um, can't wait to share more. Okay. Let's get to the episode. What's up and welcome to the 10 minute beauty business podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, salon business coach, and mentor. I'm a salon owner of 17 years, and I am here to share with you my experiences and expertise, my failures and successes, so that you can have fast, effective biz solutions in the salon. Each week, I will bring you inspiring and actionable conversations to help you meet your goals. The 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. I recently had a conversation with a salon owner who is very successful in her own services and business, but her commission stylists and service providers are just not really cutting it and they're okay with that. So it's not like they have a big interest to make more money. It's a very, very small boutique situation. And it's just the owner and two other gals who are very, very part-time. And she's like, I just feel like I should just do this by myself. I I just, but they're, they're happy to take clients if I do all the work and I don't know. And and my, my first question is, well, what's the agreement? What's the agreement? Like what, what's the point here? And are you losing money having them there? Is there like, where, where are those holes in, in the situation and where can we look for profitability? And she's already done a lot of the things that I think are fantastic involving product and taking care of clients between appointments. But ultimately we had kind of a a tough conversation where I shared that 
having a constant flow of new business is exactly her job. It is her job to create that for her business. And I recently posted this also on my Instagram and it caught a little heat in the comments, not a lot. And you know, opinions are always welcome. I love it when we can actually think for ourselves and, and you know what, nobody knows your business like you do, but I invite you to go back and look for this post. But you know, even as a rental salon owner, I believe that it's your job to constantly have a new flow of clients coming in the door. And it's a huge part of how salon owners kind of can step out of being the business in this situation, like this, this salon owner who makes most of the revenue herself, but the rest of the salon, like this is a leadership issue. This is about being the business versus owning a business. And in my salon weekly, we have dozens of new requests coming in to grow my salon's revenue every week. We do. And the reason that this is so important is because it keeps my renters happy. Now, as a commission salon owner, this might be very obvious that this is your job because you need your stylist to have clients in order for you to get paid. As a rental salon owner, sometimes, and I've had this this thought before, that it's not my job to do that. But now I 100% disagree with my past self to say that it is 1000% my job because even though I don't make money directly, like they see that client and they charge $150 for whatever service and they keep all $150 of that, they are my tenant. And I do profit sharing in retail and those clients that come through the door, even though I've done the work to acquire them for my stylist, it keeps my stylist happy and it keeps my salon and, and our, our reputation in the place where I'd like it to be. And so I said online, and I said this also to the individual that I was having this conversation with, that it is 100% your responsibility to have a constant flow of new business coming in the door. That's job number one of salon ownership. It's your job to bring in more money and also to reduce the workload of all the business to-dos. That is your job as a salon owner to reduce the, the other things that you have to do so that you can be more present in order to be clear, to have white space in your brain so that you're not bogged down by those to-dos to look at your business so that you can show up as a better leader for your team so that you can focus on the growth of your business. It's part of every salon owner's job to create hype around the business that they have built. Like if you are not excited first and foremost about the business that you've built, how will anyone else be excited about that? This is all super important to the longevity of the salon. And that really is about shifting your mindset into one of leadership and also self-leadership to say, okay, this isn't just about me. I'm doing this for the 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 whole of the business. And that is a long-term view because maybe you want to sell your business one day, or maybe you do want to remove yourself from behind the chair entirely, or maybe just decrease your hours. Or frankly, like as we get older as salon owners, being behind the chair and being the business physically will have limitations and or life will change. Your scenarios will change. Your priorities will change. And so it's really important to think about how can I guarantee the longevity of my business and how can I start to build my business if I haven't already and if my foundation doesn't reflect this, how can I begin to build that business in the direction so that I am not the business and that the business has its own legs to stand on without me being physically present? 
This is also super important so that you stay relevant as a salon in your local community because if clients want to come to your salon, stylists want to come to your salon. It keeps you from getting stagnant and having your salon business become flat and frankly dying when stylists leave or retire or move, etc. Like if you only have a brand that is built around the certain stylists that you have today, that's really short-sighted and you're going to struggle when things happen, when life happens. I know for us, a lot of people have moved or just had life changes over the last, I would say, five years. And those changes have not really affected my business drastically. Now, of course, I hate it when we have a great stylist that leaves, but also just think about as I'm always bringing in new and as we are setting the tone to be best in class in our area and that we have a certain aspect of our branding and where we're going and our agreements are all incredibly clear. We have that. We know who we are. We know what we do and who we do it for. Those things are incredibly clear and I'm continuously working on it. I'm always prospecting for new stylists and for new clients so that when someone moves to the area, comes to the area, they are, they know about us, right? And if we are a fit for them, then they come to us. And this is all about how you attract your dream clients. Yes, but also your dream stylist. And as a salon owner, that is so important. And not just dream stylists, but also dream support staff and future talent. This is why it is so important to give your business the attention that it deserves from a business point of view. And this is exactly how I was able to get three new amazing dream fit stylist within one month when I finally said, okay, I'm ready to bring on new team members after we had that shift in 2023 and was able to do so with basically zero effort. They were already on my wait list. They already knew we were there. And once I said, okay, I'm in a spot where I'm willing to onboard new, new stylists, we were able to do so really easily. And it has been so dreamy having them with us. Now, the comment that I got a little heat for on my Instagram post that reflects the same conversation was that, well, I'm a rental salon owner. Like they should be responsible for doing everything themselves. And while I agree with that, they need to be responsible for their businesses and they need to be responsible for building their clientele. They need like, that's their job as a rental stylist. Yes. Like they are independent. And this person quoted me, um, kind of like, I don't know, some like mumbo jumbo about like independent stylists and like very like clear verbiage, which is all very true. And hello, I'm in California. I know these things. However, it's my name on the door and it's my name that gets signed on the checks. It's my responsibility to make sure that my business is always moving forward. And so after 18 years, I can absolutely confidently tell you this is your job. And while that approach and that mindset might be okay in the first iteration, and I believe that this person is a relatively new salon owner, there will be changes and I imagine structure shift over time because it's just not going to be the same forever. And if you have a very small micro salon, that may work in that way. But then I would say that's more of like a co-op style salon where everyone is responsible. But if you are the salon owner and it is your sole responsibility, and especially if you have a larger staff or a larger amount of stations or booths, it's your job. Like there's just no way around it. If, and this is a big asterisk right here, if you want to have longevity. 
And I will say that I do not believe it is a salon owner's job to build the renter's clientele. Like this is where it needs to be a symbiotic relationship where everybody takes responsibility for their role in the salon. It's the stylist's job in any salon to take responsibility of building their business. However, I believe that the salon owner should absolutely step in in a leadership role and guide their team, help them. Otherwise, what are you doing owning a salon? And this all comes down to agreements and expectations and why it is so important as a salon owner to have incredibly clear expectations of what you do and who you do it for, for your staff, right? We talk about this all the time in terms of marketing and in terms of how you build your book of clientele, but the same thing goes from a leadership position. When I am thinking about my staff, it's like, what do I do and what do they get out of it? And what is their part of that agreement back to me? And this is why contracts are so important. I don't care if it's rental, commission, hybrid, whatever you do, like there needs to be written agreements that you can come back to and say, I'm doing my part. You're not doing yours. Or if there is on the flip side of that, I hear all the time, stylists are like, my salon owner said they were going to do this and they're not. And that's why they're looking for new salon homes. Like it is our responsibility to uphold whatever agreement and expectation we set in the beginning. And as a salon owner, you get to decide what that is. So just make sure it works for you and where you're taking your business. Lastly, the thing that I said to the person that I was having the conversation with that I shared with you at the beginning of this episode was ultimately, you just have to ask yourself how bad you want it. If you're not willing to do the work for others, then maybe salon ownership isn't for you. And that is okay. We're allowed to change course. We're allowed to change her change our minds. This person said, well, no, 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 no. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I said, well, there's your answer right there. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes. It's going to take what it takes to get you there. But if you are looking for a system in order to grow your business without adding hours behind the chair so that you do have that magnetic pull in your business to pull in clients, to pull in the right stylist, I invite you to check out the brand new Salon Quarterly. The link is below. Thanks for bearing with us here in the car. It's pretty windy, so it just picked up going to leave this here for you. I hope you have the very best week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.